What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 63rd episode of the Boundless Business Podcast. As always, it's Larissa, Justine, and Nico. Team, how are we doing today? Thriving. Starbucks Friday. Starbucks Friday. It definitely, it is, a, it is allegedly Friday, and uh, allegedly. Well, it's Friday for us. Anybody listening to this in the future, it might not be Friday. But if it is, we get Starbucks on Friday. You should go get Starbucks. <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Well, we have a really interesting episode planned. Um, Justine, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about um, different ways that businesses can get more leads, starting from very basics up to paid uh, ways that they can get leads. So let's start with marketing basics, something that everyone, every business should have uh, from the, from the start. So... And we're going to talk about all of this in the context of getting more business. So in terms of marketing basics, there's a bunch of things you can do. Um, but the most important ones to make sure you can get more business from them. And these methods are all free or super low cost. So you should have a first Google My Business profile. What that means is basically if you Google your business name, ideally a little thing pops up that says you know, maybe your hours, your phone number, link to your website if you have one, um, link to any other particular pieces you need. That just makes you really easily findable and it gives you a little bit of like kind of natural SEO, like unpaid SEO. It basically makes your business feel just a little bit more legitimate. Many users and most people probably experience this themselves when I'm looking for like a restaurant per se. One of the first things I do is Google it to be like, okay, what are their hours? How busy are they? You know, all that kind of stuff. Make your business accessible in that kind of way, knowing that a really high portion of potential customers are going to be searching for you through that way. And it doesn't cost you anything. Um, that's probably the first, and I would say biggest, I'd say that's more important than having a, a website for most people, especially because it's a much easier task to do. The next I would say is a website and there are a lot of things I caution people against with websites. Depending on the business you're in, you most likely really don't need a super crazy fancy website. So if somebody's out here trying to sell you, let's say, 20 grand for a website, that's way too high unless you have like insane business needs for this website. Largely, your website just needs a place to exist that gives a bit of information about you. It's fine if it's a one-page website. It's okay if it's not like an insane built-out website. I would just have something simple, clean, easy to read. Again, having a lot of that information you would also have on your Google My Business profile. So how they can contact you and what services you offer. That's really the purpose of the website. Think of your website as almost like a menu for your services. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to list pricing on your website, um, but keep that in mind. Is like Those are probably the two biggest marketing basics that I think pretty much every business should have. Um, and like I said, with the website, use Wix or Squarespace or Shopify or I don't know, something easy, drop and build, super cheap, uh, just to make sure you're easily findable and easily reachable. That's the biggest thing in terms of getting new leads is if they can't find you, they're not going to call you. Like it's kind of as simple as that. So, you know, I would start there. Next things you should have social media profiles, especially on all the big ones. So when I say the big ones, I mean, let's say Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. Even if you're not necessarily active on these profiles, uh, you should at least have one with your logo, which ideally you also have. Uh, those are probably all the marketing 
basics. So social media profiles, website, Google My Business page, those are the big things you need. Uh, and when deciding social media profiles, no, you don't have to be on all of them. It's not a big deal. And if you're not posting regularly, that's also not the end of the world. I mean, of course, it's ideal if you do. But just having something there, taking up almost, think of it as like virtual real estate space, uh, is super valuable to you in your business. Again, the whole goal, you want to be findable. So if somebody is searching for something, a service in your area, you want the first things to pop up to be your Google My Business page, your website, your Facebook, all those things you want to make sure are easily accessible. And with those things, with those marketing basics, one quick note on design basics. Just make sure everything is easy to read. So don't put like neon green text on top of a green background because that's going to be impossible to read. So you don't have to be a pro on anything. Black on white is totally fine. Stick with the basics if you're not sure. Uh, if you want to branch out a little bit, that's fine. Again, just make sure it's easy to read. That's it. Those, I think, are all the marketing basics. Um, Justine, you might have any ideas of anything I missed. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, what you said was great. Uh, just being there on having an Instagram because people do search for, you know, new restaurants to eat at or services in their area on Instagram. They they really use these social uh, media pages as search engines now. So it's super important to be active on these profiles and, and exist in the space uh, where yeah. your audience is looking for you. So. Yeah, if you want to take your marketing basics one tiny step further, be active on those social media platforms. What we mean by being active is, let's say you are a uh, home services business. Let's say you're a landscaper, for example, uh, and you want to be able to show up on these platforms like a search engine. Post what you're doing. Post before and after pictures of the job you just did. Post on your story during the workday. You know, just anything quick and simple. It doesn't have to be a crazy, insane, thought-out social media strategy. Posting a little is better than posting none at all. So do your best. And also just remember, if you don't like it, you can just delete it later. It's not the end of the world. And I wouldn't, one thing I feel like people get a little in their heads about with social media is they take it really, really seriously where they're like, oh, I can't post this because X, Y, and Z. 99% of the time, those are just excuses. It's better to have, again, something than nothing. So post, worst case, you don't like it and you delete it later. And it's, you know, relatively little impact. Now, be a little careful. Don't go posting like just slurs and stuff like that. Obviously, a little bit of professionalism is absolutely necessary. But other than that, you pretty much don't have to worry too much about overposting or, you know, whether or not the content was exactly right. It's better to just get in the habit of posting, even if it's not perfect, and moving on. Um, our next one is referral leads. Cool. I'm happy to talk for both steps. One of the best ways, uh, in, in frankly, and we talked a lot about this in the podcast, there's been multiple episodes about referrals, but one of the best things that you could do is tap into people who already trust you. One of the easiest ways to maximize your acquisition cost is get that individual to either refer a new business to you or sell more to that individual. So referral marketing, uh, in this context, what we're going to do here is how do we use our current or past client basis to get more clients, right? We throw this, you know, we just had a whole uh, podcast about it. So I'm going to change it up a little bit, but in a sense, you're trying to say, Hey, 
homeowner, you know, any homeowners that need X, Y, or Z, right? So really like a great referral system is how do we keep in communication with people that I service before? Because in my team, like, oh, I did a artificial grass yard install. That's the last time they hear from me. That's a huge mistake because most likely they did that project. They are more likely to spend money with you because you probably did a decent job uh, on other things. So let's say that your landscaping company also does lighting, for instance. The person who has the communication and relationship with that customer will get that. So for instance, you can run periodic every three weeks a month uh, messaging to individuals, right? To keep that you know, relationship up. Like, hey, how does that turf look? What are your friends and family saying about the turf? You know, um, have you had any barbecues yet on, on it? Do uh, you have any questions? And what you're looking for is a prop. Like, oh yeah, my neighbor Joe said it was amazing. Or yeah, the family was on there last week and um, they really liked how soft it was. You need a contextual message to be able to then move on to say, great, so glad they love it. Just so you know, Valerie, you might not know this, we actually have a referral program where we give you $250 gift card for any person you refer that actually becomes a client. Uh, and you know, we'll pass uh, that individual $250 off any service. But the important thing is you need that relationship anchor, right? Uh, and if they have a question, let's say like, oh, you know, I really like the turf, but like at the end, it, there's like, that's on a nail. Address their problem. Because you want to focus on having people positively talk about your business. Because even if you don't get it right the first time, you have um, in conversation with someone, they can say, oh, yeah, no, they told my turf, it was amazing. I had a little problem here. They were super responsive, fixed it. Uh, that's almost them selling you to someone else. Because what do we do when we're out with friends? We talk about what's going on. If you spend ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on a new yard, you probably really talk about it. So... Um, that's, a, that's again, we have a whole podcast that we get to referrals too. I just wanted to get uh, very specific on like something that we haven't talked about. Yeah. So go ahead, Justine. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just leading this next into our next topic of reactivation. Okay. Excellent. So for reactivation, uh, this is really a valuable way for leads that maybe you got, let's say, two months ago, but they weren't ready to purchase or, you know, anybody really that has kind of come in contact with you, but maybe didn't cross the finish line or maybe they did. And kind of similar to what Nico's talking about, you're reactivating closed clients in an effort to get more business out of them. So reactivation, what we what I mean by that is basically any form of communication really to pass leads that have previously been uh, classified as either like done, cold, or, uh, you know, maybe disqualified for one reason or another. Let's just, I'll give an example and we'll stick with the turf example for landscapers. If you're a landscaper installing turf, let's say you reached out to somebody uh, six months ago and, and you've kind of had a conversation with them and they were just a little bit on the fence and they just weren't really sure if they wanted to purchase product. Ended up not selling and now it's six months later and now you're just kind of thinking like, okay, how do I get more business? Well, this person was interested in six months ago. They were interested enough to talk to you about it. They might be interested enough now to actually go through with the purchase. So that's a really great way to just, if you have a list of everybody you've talked to, make sure to just stay in touch with them. Even if it's a cold lead or not necessarily somebody who was ready right then, they might be ready down the line, you know, have a check-in once every month or two. 
and just basically say, you know, something. And you could do things to incentivize them. You could say, you know, run promotions. And let's say you could say, oh, hey, you know, for the next two clients who come in, just so you know, we're doing $200 off. I knew you were interested a few months ago, but if price was the main constraint, just so you know, we have this deal going on. So for somebody who might be on the hunt for a great deal, maybe that's something that they are interested in and that's enough to push them over the line to actually give you this business. That's a good example of what we call reactivation. Reactivating old leads for new business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the biggest thing is like, don't ever stop, right? Like, I mean, realistically, no, then legally you have to stop. But like, sometimes it takes 15, 20, 30, 40 different messaging. I mean, if you think about it, you need to think about yourself as a uh, direct consumer brand, right? Like if you go into your, or if you sign up for uh, anything, pick, pick anything, uh, you will probably not stop hearing from that organization because there's always something going around. And landscaping too, like uh, for instance, like it was raining a lot the other day here in Phoenix, right? So like, uh, you know, if you do it, more maintenance work. You could text the clients and said, Hey, it's raining a lot. Make sure that you have any flowers, but a tarp over them or something like that. Like that's you you have knowledge and it's okay to like share that knowledge because truth be told, like most people won't act act on it. So the the fact that they're like, ah, I should have listened to XYZ about like putting a tarp over my flowers now they're dead. Um I mean there's just so much benefit to doing that. And it really costs you nothing. So, yeah. One thing with reactivation and all, you know, not just for reactivation, but also for referrals and some of your marketing base, it's, it is really valuable to have just an underlying customer relationship management software. It's called a CRM. One of the reasons you want to have that is so you can keep track of all the people that you've talked to, when you've talked to them, and what the end result was. That's one of the most valuable things you can do for your business. And another thing we notice as, you know, we work with a lot of clients, we notice a lot of our clients don't have a CRM. They're just relying solely on knowledge and uh, maybe they have a weird cobbled together spreadsheet, but oftentimes those leads will slip through the cracks and you'll end up losing business solely just because you lose track of them. So especially when it comes to reactivating leads or doing referral marketing and things along those lines, having just a really solid list of everybody who you've talked to makes a very big difference in having effective marketing strategies moving forward to get you more leads. Absolutely. Our last uh, topic here is paid ways to get ads. Paid acquisition. So one of the best and most scalable ways, especially in the busy season like right now, is through acquisition, uh, paid media acquisition. And that's just paid terms for like, you basically instead of like organically posting on uh, like Facebook or Instagram or something like that, you actually go out and say, Facebook, I want X amount of people to see this post. Uh, and we get there, we have full podcast and we get uh, ad acquisition, but like, it's the easiest way to scale. And I really recommend you do the referral and the reactivation ones first because, uh, the reason that your campaign is probably not going to work is because the message that you have or the offer that you have isn't compelling enough for the market that they're in. So, uh, for instance, like if you're a landscaping company doing, um, uh, turf, right. 
most people have kind of a, a high level idea on uh, the process, right? Free, you know, free uh, uh, estimate and whatnot. But let's say like you do design work where you actually like will sketch out a like what what's it look like or there's 3d rendering software that is like 100 bucks and uh, 199 a month where you can take a picture of something and then yeah it will all, like auto generate what the the grass will look like you can include that but hey listen we're offering free designs and free estimates like that is something different like you visually seeing a 3d rendering of your backyard is amazing right that that is very different. The market isn't like not and the average person doesn't do that. And that might be very compelling that can get people in the door. But if you're like, oh hey, listen, like we do turf and pavers, something like that, it could still work, but you kind of get drowned out by the noise. Like to you guys have probably seen ads. Uh I for some reason I'm getting ads for like nail and nail like uh what is it, acrylics? Yeah. And like, or like dips or something. Yes. Yeah. And then like yeah, I'm not your market, you know, like, but, but it's very generic. It's like, get your, get your acrylics. It's like, why? You know, like, there's, there's, it just says get acrylics. <laughs> I had to Google it since I was like, are, are But, um, literally, that's spelling errors. But yeah, you need to make the, the offer very enticing. And then to that point, you have to target the right people. Like, you probably don't want to target renters or college students or, you know, kids in high school oh so again there's this targeting element where the offer needs to speak to that individual uh, and, and compel them to take the next step uh so i just don't want you wasting all money on ads without uh, something that's true but, so yeah pretty much any of these methods are going to come to a really simple way of kind of distilling it down and this is Everything from your basic marketing to reactivation to paid media to referrals, they're all going to come down to three pieces. Your offer, your market, and then any anything else really that you need to put in front of them to sell that. That's what we would call creative or copy or, you know, maybe an image or, or something like that. Really, there's typically those three things. Your offer is what you're selling. Your market is who you're selling it to. Everything else is how you communicate that to the market. So all the creative stuff is how you communicate that offer to the market. So you need to know those three things um, and use those to your advantage to be able to get more leads. Think about those in every single piece of marketing that you do. Anything that's geared towards lead generation, make sure you take a step back and really just think like, who am I sending this to? What am I trying to sell them? And how am I communicating that message to them? If you think about those three things for every single thing you do, it will make a huge, huge difference just having that kind of thought process to think, how is my market responding to my message and my offer? And then if it's not working, you know it's one of those three things you have to fix. Yes. The biggest thing about marketing too is like it, you know, you're not you're not going to get it right the first time or second time or third time. the The biggest thing about marketing, whether it's referrals or ads or anything like that, is committing to the fact of like you want to grow your business. If you don't want to, I mean, I I wouldn't know why you're listening to this podcast and you don't want to grow your business. But you're probably not this far in if you don't want to grow your you, business. <laughs> but like if you do, you have to realize that like you have to do things 
differently than what you've been doing them up until this point, right? So if you've been just doing referrals or just, you know, word of mouth or whatever that is, um, realize that if you want to get to the next level, you have to do something different. And that means you're going to have to get uncomfortable. And that's hard, but specifically by getting uncomfortable, you're going to have to focus specifically on getting incrementally better, right? So let's say that you've never done ads or you've never done reactivation. Send out five and see what people say, right? Send out another five and just try and make it 1% better because if you focus on that rather than saying, oh, I texted 10 people and I did zero sales. Yeah, probably. I don't know, like, this law of averages says that's probably what happened. Now, you do that to 10,000 people, there might be something wrong. But just commit to learning, making a 1% better. And anyone in this call could probably attest to that. It's like, you're just not going to get it right the first time. So realize that it's going to be frustrating. But on the other side of that frustration, is going to be a more profitable business, a bigger business, and one that, frankly, well, thank you for putting in the effort. Yeah. One well, at the end. It's just hard, you know. It's just hard. I love that. Yeah, definitely applies to all of the things that we talked about today. Each aspect, even in social media, you know, start with five posts and see see how you feel about that and adjust from there. Yeah, yeah. Or the sign part of this one yeah marketing is really just failing upwards that's your whole goal you're going to fail just try to get a little better and then you'll fail slightly less but it's not about the failures it's hopefully about the wins and the progress you make towards those wins absolutely awesome. well thank you so much for amazing podcast and if you guys have any questions let us know and you can get uh and balance video all, all over the internet so yeah, that's us. So thank you guys so much and have a great day.